Is that what I'm saying? Rough Trade Radio. 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 Welcome to this episode of Shoplifting. Um, I'm Emily Waller, and today I'm really excited to be joined by the Shacks here at Rough Trade East. Hi, guys. Hey. What's going on? How are you doing? Very good. Great. Cool. So we're actually recording this on the 1st of February, so a couple of months before your debut record is out. Um, And you're actually playing at Rough Trade East this coming Saturday at lunchtime at 1 p.m., um, which we're really thrilled to have you guys come down for. We're really excited for your new record. There's been a lot of buzz. How are you feeling about it coming out? Has it been a long time coming? Yeah, it's been a very long time coming. Uh, I think the way that we feel about it coming out is that we're really excited and appreciated that people are anticipating it. It seems like um, our music has gotten around in a, in a really good way since we put out our EP. So I'm just really glad that people are into it and uh, people are excited about the release of it because it's hard to, you know, just put music out there in the world. Yeah. And it's cool to sort of experience um, putting out music that people are really excited for. So that's, sure. But yeah, we, we worked on the album for about three years, three and a half years. Oh, wow. And um, yeah. So it's been a big, a big build up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so I've just realized I didn't ask you to introduce yourselves. So if you could just introduce yourselves to the purpose of the podcast and just say your name and your role in the band, would be great. My name is Ben Borchers, and I'm the drummer. <laughs> My name is Shannon Wise, and I'm the singer <clears throat> and bass player. My name is Evan Hines, and I'm on the keys. Max Traeger, guitar. Great. Um, so I wanted just to start and maybe go back to the beginning and just discuss maybe briefly about how you guys formed. Because Max and Shannon, did you meet in high school? Is that right? And then maybe how it developed from there. Max, I know you've been have you been writing for a number of years, even though you're yeah. still very young. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I was. Well, Ben, Ben, and I. I've told this story many times, yeah. um, <laughs> but it's this is uh, our history. Is that Ben and I met in ninth in the ninth grade? I don't know if the grades in England are the same. They're definitely different. Different. Okay, so when you're fourteen, you're in the ninth grade. Okay. Um, and we we started jamming and recording. <clears throat> in my basement, and uh, then eventually I moved to New York to work with Daptone Records, and uh, I met Shannon in high school, and she's a very talented musician, so we brought her into the fold, and uh, we've been working together ever since. And then we met Evan more recently. He's joined us on keyboards about a year ago. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Welcome and you- to hell. <laughs> How how has the music developed in the in the time that you kind of initially got together, and how did you decide on the musical direction? Was it very clear from the beginning where you pretty, wanted to go? Or? It was like pretty natural mm-hmm. the way that developed. Um, and I think lately, like since we met Evan, the way we've been recording is kind of different too. Like um, we we record everything live at once, pretty much, except maybe like the vocals or one other thing, but. Um, yeah, I think it's evolved in a good way. And what have you got sort of coming up immediately um, in the in 2018? So you're going to release yeah. your record and then have you got... We have another record done. 
Okay. Uh, we oh, wow. Kinda, it's, it's literally, like, basically done. We just have to mix it. So as soon as... Um, I mean, we definitely want to pl- tour and play the record that's about to come out, Haze. So that's going to have its cycle. But then after that, we're going to um, move on to, to the new stuff. I think we're all really excited about that. Uh, it's totally different. But, yeah, we have... We have stuff well in advance to hopefully keep putting out a pretty steady amount of music, which a lot of our favorite bands in the 60s and 70s, 50s, 60s, and 70s definitely did, okay. put out a bunch of records, like one or two a year. I don't know if that's even possible now. I'm talking <laughs> yeah, like about that's, that. But that's pretty frequent. Yeah. We'll I was going to... I don't know what the difference <laughs> is, though. I'm not sure why you need a longer build-up time now. Yeah. I was going to ask about your influences, actually, and maybe it is a lot of bands that are perhaps older, even before... You were born. Oh yeah, way, uh, you know, way before. Way before. Um, is there any modern modern bands that you have could cite as influences, or is it definitely from that sixties, seventies era? Definitely from the yeah. old stuff. Pretty much. I think. Uh, yeah, I don't listen to too many newer bands. Um, I think Mac DeMarco was cool uh, when he was doing his thing. He had a cool sound. Um, but other than that, we listen to a lot of old music. Yeah, which I guess we'll get on to when we talk about your picks in a bit. Um, I've got down here that you wanted to introduce your generation to a more honest kind of music. Is that something that's quite true to who you are as the Shacks? Um, maybe talk to me a bit about what you mean yeah, by that I or what you so. hope that your music's going to bring to... Because like I feel like nowadays music is so... Um like chopped up and like perfect like everything you you don't even have to like get a perfect like sing a song well you know like you can auto-tune it and like change it um and like nothing has to be perfectly on tempo because you can Mm -hmm. just like edit it but (laughs) but I think that we really try to do it like we hardly do any of that with any of our songs um and I think I don't know we just <laughs> I, I would I would add and kind of going back to the previous question about modern stuff mm-hmm. I, I think hip-hop is something where there's there's pretty recent releases that we I know we all are really into and listen to um, that's that's the main area where we feel there's like a lot of vitality mm-hmm. whereas some other genres um, like rock whatever that's a very general term now um, have sort of just as a genre there's not much focus to it anymore um, sort of you know things kind of stagnate although modern country music is pretty epic oh, yeah. <laughs> we listen to that on the radio and there's some epic stuff going on in there yeah. shout but out to Dylan Scott Dylan Scott Michael <laughs> Dylan Scott we love you. <laughs> love you we've got quite a few country fans at Rough Trade actually and um, we love country yeah Nigel who's one of our directors I uh, record albums of, we have an albums of the month here mm-hmm. at Rough Trade every month and me and Nigel record our albums of the month podcast and we sort of run down our top 10 records. Mm. And his aim is to hopefully one day this year, or one month this year rather, have like a top 10 country, mm. just 10 country records in our top 10. Of Hell yeah. yeah. Country music is amazing. Which I feel like, yeah. you know, wouldn't, wouldn't be that unappealing because I feel like a lot of people are, you know, it's yeah, and especially in the UK even. Yeah. It's getting a lot bigger and, more, you know, there's a lot of awareness. In America, there's definitely still a regional factor to it, which is interesting, um, based around Nashville. But then, like, on the East Coast, a lot of people in Connecticut uh, – for some reason, and like, I just know Connecticut specifically, and, and like Massachusetts, sort of in the middle of the East Coast, a little bit north, are really into some of the country music, so it kind of crosses over into pop radio, like Dylan Scott, but 
we listen to a lot of really old country music from mm-hmm. the 40s, 50s, and 60s. Um, you guys were actually just playing George Jones, The Race Is On, yeah. out in the store. And um, that's a, that's one of the songs we love. So we were like, oh, shit, it came on. Um, <laughs> the country. I yeah. promise we didn't, like, pre-plan that. We're just <laughs> naturally <our> cool. <laughs> you scanned our phones. <laughs> cool. So should we get on to talking about what you've brought in with you? There's a stack of records in front of me here. And I asked them each to pick one. And I appreciate it's a very tough, <laughs> a very tough task. So maybe... We start off and maybe just talk about what you've got in your hands, then maybe try and pick one and then one track from one of them to play us. You want to start us off, Evan? Sure. I have, at the bit over here. I have in my <laughs> hands, there's a riot going on by Sly and the Family Stone. And I think I'm going to go with the track Just Like a Baby. Cool. Why did you pick this record specifically? Um, It was like one of the second like Sly records I really ever heard. And I kind of grew up with like everyday people and, you know, the hits. Mm-hmm. And then I heard this record, and it's a lot darker, and it's like primitive drum machine usage, and I know that he made the record like in his like house, and kind of was all over the place at the time, and I think it comes through in the music. Awesome. So, Just so, Like a Baby. Just Like a Baby. I love Let's, that one. Let's give it a listen. Just like a 
Who who wants to go next? I'll go. I cool. Guess. I chose Neil Young Live at the Cellar Door because After the Gold Rush is one of my favorite albums, and this is a live album where he plays a lot of the songs from After the Gold Rush, and the song I would choose is the final track, Flying on the Ground is Wrong, which Buffalo Springfield did a version of, but I like this version better because Neil Young wrote the song, and you like hear how he wrote it on the piano, just him on the piano, and it's about marijuana, and there's a very nice. long intro where he's plucking on the strings of the piano and just talking about what the song is about. Because he's stoned. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Flying on the Ground is Wrong is the song I chose. Cool. Let's take it on. Thank you. slow down after that last song. I was going to say that this nine-foot Steinway is really out of sight. It's special when they're really long like this, you know what I mean? You know, like this one's super long. I don't know if you've seen it. I've been playing piano for about, I think about seriously for almost a year. <laughs> and I had it put in my contracts that I would only play on a nine foot Steinway grand piano. <laughs> Just for a little eccentricity. This next song that I'm going to sing is a very old song. <laughs> You'd laugh too, you know, if this was what you did for a living. <laughs> Anyway, this, this song was, uh, it's about dope. Uh, and uh, it's most, just about, mostly just grass. And uh, it's about what happens when you start getting high. And you find out that people you thought you knew, you don't know anymore because they don't get high and you do. 
your girlfriend. She doesn't understand. <laughs> your life is crazy.
decide between Francois Hardy and Kim Fowley, but I guess I'll go with Kim Fowley. Um, this like compilation, which is um, I don't know, it's a lot of like really weird, obscure stuff, um, and it sounds super like rugged and lo-fi, but I really like it. Um, and I guess the song I would pick would be Moses by Navarro's, because I don't know, it's weird. It's like almost a really simple song, but it sounds like it sounds really crazy, and I, I don't know. I really like it. It's like the Velvet Underground before the Velvet Underground. Yeah, like exactly. Not, I don't know, better, but like more raw. No, it's like a primitive yeah. version of that. It's pretty cool. Cool. Where was Moses when the lights went out? Where was Moses when the lights went out? He's in the dark. He's in the dark. Oh, dark. Where was Moses when the lights went out? He's in the dark. In the dark. He's in the dark. Oh, how dark. Where was Moses when those lights went out? He's in the dark. Still dark. He's in the dark. Oh, mighty dark. I am uh, trying to decide between <laughs> Al Green, Let's Stay Together, which is just such a classic, and uh, two compilations or collections. One is Hank Williams' 40 Greatest Hits. The other is Otis Writing Stacks Classics. And uh, I think I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go with uh, Otis Writing because Al Green is, is just so classic. Um, this, is, uh, this was an album that when I started playing music, was ex- this was extremely influential to me and also probably do you been um yeah and uh it's just it's got some masterpieces on it like um try a little tenderness which i think is one of the greatest songs of all time <laughs> we all listened to that for when we were recording the other day and i think it's a perfect distillation of of all the elements that are part of the part of this music including um like uh, jazz gospel and r&b and it's just like the organ licks and the uh trumpet and the um horn parts are are really minimal and kind of weird and sparse, but they just represent all these different sounds and elements. And also, the song is an amazing build-up. Um, there's other great stuff on here too, like "Fa Fa 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 Fa," sad song, uh, "Pain in My Heart," "These Arms of Mine," obviously, "Sitting on the Dock of the Bay," big hit, <laughs> which is cool. But um, I think the other ones are kind of better. And "Respect," he originally wrote "Respect," which Aretha Franklin made famous. His verse is not not that great, in my opinion, but <laughs> it's the original. 
But yeah, he's got some amazing songs on here. So if you had to pick one to oh, play us now. Um, <laughs> yeah, tr- Try a Little Tenderness. One of the greatest songs of all time. <laughs> <laughs> here we go. Thanks so much for chatting through those. Really great, really great picks. And hopefully a little bit of an insight into what's influenced you guys or you know, what you listen to in your spare time. Um, so once again, your record is out on the 6th of April. And we actually have a Rough Trade exclusive vinyl, which is in mm-hmm. a Coke color, I believe. Coke bottle clearance, Coca-Cola. right. Nice. Yeah. We were trying to, yeah, that's, that's what it is. <laughs> we have a couple... Um, 
we were deciding between a bunch of colors, but yes, yeah, that was the final pick. That's actually a really interesting point because I always want to ask people this. How do you choose? Because surely, like, the colors are pretty endless. Mm-hmm. Um, what's, what, how do you react when someone says, do you want to make a color vinyl and what color do you want? Does the color come into who you are as a band? Is it related in any way? It's, I think it's, I mean, I think the best way you can relate it to something is the label that's the sticker. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, side A, side B, and the track listing because it, it's, I guess, you look at the colors, how they go together. Uh, we just, they send you a chart of different colors and okay. different op- opacities. And you just kind of pick. <laughs> yeah. Well, pretty straightforward, yeah. Just pick whichever one looks nicest. <laughs> cool. I love Coke bottles. There we go. So that's limited, I think, to a thousand copies. So get out quickly and pick that up. And you're just, are you about to go on tour with Krongbin? Yeah. Our oh. first our first show is actually going to be here on Saturday. Awesome. Of, of today. And they're actually playing in the <laughs> evening, aren't they? So yes, yes. You're touring with them even here. Brilliant. Are you fans of theirs? Yeah, they're great. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. Their new album is really cool. Awesome. Cool. So thank you so much for coming in today. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you. Really, really excited for your record. Um, we'll obviously hopefully see you again before it's out. Um, I just finally want to ask you to pick a track from your new record. Hopefully between you. <laughs> and just to play us out today. Is that a really tough question? Do we no. want to have a little discussion? <laughs> Oh, everyone at once. Ready? One, two, three. Blue Let red. your love. <laughs> yeah, you didn't pick. You want to try one more time? When you're ready. Okay. What do you, what, what did you say? All, all day long. I said blue and gray, but I think all day long. All day long is a great one. I kind of vote for Let Your Love. It's the last, tra- it's the last track on the album. Yeah, that's a good yeah. podcast with it. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Let Your love. love. Yeah. So here it is. And thank you, the Jacks. Let your love
Chris Carter, Chemistry Lessons Volume 1, available online and in-store at roughtrade.com. and subscriptions help to support what we do. So if you like what you hear, then please rate us on iTunes.